Welcome to the D3 Mission Log podcast. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss lessons learned as we strive to innovate not just technologies, but finance mechanisms as well, deploying new funds and new types of funds to support the massive growth of climate tech around the world. Our mantra at the moment is we're going to help them as long as they want to be helped. Sometimes the darkest moments are just before dawn. A path to success doesn't look like this. It looks like this. Well, welcome back to Mission Log from the third derivative. This is where we get to just jump in and learn about building a plane while flying it, the world's largest climate tech accelerator is what we're about at third derivative. And I get the privilege of chatting with Brian every week, except we haven't done it for about a month. And one of the reasons why may be apparent to people tuning in. Brian, how you been? Well, uh, how I've been is sort of a relative question. Uh, I was out, I had massively invasive spinal surgery, which you know, wasn't great, <laughs> but I'm glad to be on the other side of it. Recovery's coming along nicely. Um, but, you know, Danny, our, our mantra has always been, including during COVID, that, hey, climate's not waiting around for us, so neither, neither can we. Yeah. And look, I'm glad to see you're smiling and, and seem tropey enough, even though you got that neck gear on and congrats on getting through spinal surgery. Obvious question. I mean, the third derivative mission log, D3 mission log, this vlog, video log and podcast is about lessons learned while trying to accelerate climate tech startups. So what are the, the lessons that you've learned in recent times? I mean, I'm wondering about business continuity for the organization that is third derivative. Yeah, it's a, it's a worthwhile question and one that, you know, every leader should be asking themselves pretty much all the time, you know, what would happen if something kind of took you out of the picture for a little while? And, you know, the good news is that uh, as we discussed in a previous Mission Log episode, we've been investing in growing our team, including and especially our management team. So I was able to step out or I guess I was, I was pretty laid out actually for a little while there. Um, and, you know, obviously we did a lot of work before that happened to ensure continuity. And I was getting back into the fight kind of as quickly as I could while still trying to take care of myself in recovery. But by and large, uh, things kept moving forward at their derivative. And um, not to be too immodest, but that's actually pretty impressive because this is a an incredibly busy time for us as we are already deep in the thick of it with 46 startups as we're out there growing our ecosystem even further. We're about to do intake on a new cohort of startups. We're just putting the finishing touches on a new strategic plan as we come to the end of our, our fiscal year. So um, it was not you know, an ideal time for me to be stepping away, but I'm incredibly proud of this team for rallying together and, and pushing forward. Absolutely. And yeah, with that said, the 46 startups carry on and the climate doesn't wait. So we're barreling forward. What lessons have come up for the the organization and the effort uh, in the month or so since we've done a mission log? Yeah, over, over the last month, I think it's become apparent to members of our team for the first time, maybe we saw some warning signs there earlier, but this is really the first time we've really had to reconcile with it that you know, some of our startups are not doing too well. Um, you know, we like to, to brag about the ones that are out there, pace setting and leading the charge, but some of them are experiencing real challenges. And, um, duh. I mean, that's why we exist, right? Because these startups um, experience challenges. And of course, we're trying to help them. But as a startup ourselves, we're also still in the process of learning how to help them. So, you know, I'd say, Danny, we probably have come to grips with a, maybe three or so kind of key realizations 
about the fact that there's just going to be failure when you're running a, uh, a startup accelerator. Mm -hmm. Tell us those three, please, because I mean, I think you're exactly right. You know, we're a good nine months or so in and, and you know, what we know is failure is high among startups. So when do you start seeing it? How do you support people to fail forward, fail well, if you will, or how do you deal with that within the dynamics of a cohort as you build an accelerator program to support these entrepreneurs? Yeah, so I'd say first and foremost, it's just being okay as a team with failure, recognizing that it's going to happen, just statistically, unless we have some kind of magic sauce that somehow is incredibly different than every other accelerator incubator in the you know, history of civilization, there are going to be some failures. And that's that's hard for our team. You know, we're working really hard to help these startups succeed. And as often happens, you develop a bit of you know, a relationship with the founders and you don't want to see them fail. However, you know, part of the, the thinking around lean startup methodology is that failing quickly and cheaply and then being able to move on to the next thing is actually a good thing rather than prolonging things out. So just being okay with failure, I think, is um, kind of a, a key aspiration here. And that's one that maybe we didn't get out ahead of too well. We're, we're, we're kind of playing catch up and reacting to it, whereas we should have seen it coming. There's a real question about, um, in any case, when we have <laughs> 46 startups and we're about to have a bunch more, you know, how much time do we spend with this startup versus that startup? You know, do we help the ones that are already going and try to help them go farther or we help the ones that, that need the most help? That's a, that's a question that's out there anyway. But especially when it looks like a startup is having a trajectory toward failure, you know, when, when should we kind of pull the plug and, and cut our losses? And I'd say our, um, our mantra at the moment is we're going to help them as long as they want to be helped. Uh, you know, we, we brought them in, we committed to them, they've been committing to us. Um, and if they are still fighting the good fight, we're going to do everything within our power to, um, to help them. Because and Danny, you know this from your career as an entrepreneur, sometimes the darkest moments are just before dawn, right? The, the, a path to success doesn't look like this. It looks like you know this. And so if there's uh, a chance that we can help them kind of pull through that trough and head back up again, we want to be there for them. Um, and so that really gets though maybe to a third learning, which is that it's really critical actually to understand that they're headed down as early as we possibly can. Um, in some of these cases, these came as big surprises to us. And by the time we knew that they were in dire straits, they were telling us things like, well, you know, we may run out of money by the end of the week. And so we're, you know, running a fire drill and mobilizing our team and trying to see if there are uh, angel investors we can get involved or other kind of sources of capital to help prop them up. Um, but, you know, if we could do that a month or two earlier, our own efficacy is probably much higher and our ability to help them tell their story in a way that doesn't sound, you know, desperate or like a self-fulfilling prophecy is also much higher as well. So really kind of asking the tough questions and trying to create a culture of honesty. It's hard, Danny, and here again, you know this as an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial circles are fraught with bravado, right? They're, oh, everything's, <laughs> sorry, it's hard to do with my neck brace on. Uh, everything is great. No, we're crushing it, in, you know, until, well, well we, we actually just closed our doors. So trying to create a psychologically safe environment, which startups are comfortable sharing that actually they're struggling. Um, and that can be especially hard when they see other startups in the cohort yeah. who really are doing very well. Um, so we need to do a better job of, of getting out ahead of it so that we're in a better position to help the startups. Right. All right. I'm going to say back what I learned there because I think really useful lessons for people trying to build their own support 
organizations for entrepreneurs trying to go the journey on climate solutions. One is going backwards that you've got to know and, and be honest and transparent about the condition of the company and the runway and all the questions that lead to sort of fatal binary outcomes on the track to, to pivoting or otherwise. Uh, second, you know, the accelerator team wants to back them as far as they can all the way to the hilt if they will, you know, and let the founders decide when to call uncle and when to say it's enough. Um, and the third is to be good with that and be okay with the possibility of failure so that we can learn and move on and do the next one because that's often where success arises. All really rich learnings. So from your hospital bed, you've been doing some good thinking. Right. Well, and maybe then there's there's one more there as well, which is that it really is a crucial function of an accelerator or an incubator to build relationships between and among the startups uh, as well. One of the outcomes that you would hope to see is that as some startups fail, as they necessarily will, but other startups are succeeding and growing, there's an opportunity for them to, to join forces, an opportunity for some startups where you have founders who are looking for the next thing to join up with a you know, like one of the nine startups in our cohort mm. that have already received follow-on funding and this, are looking to hire. This is the ecosystem model. I mean, it sounds a bit grim, but mulch, you know, and, and compost and, you know, some plants grow and then, you know, senesce and then they become part of the organic material on the forest floor and they get taken up and build a new magnificent tree. Uh, you know, like I, I, I don't mind recycling components. Okay. And then another lesson here today is from your own experience with the team at D3, just doing such a great job with you out for a couple of weeks there in spinal surgery land and ICU, <laughs> such that um, we were able to take care of some companies in ICU and uh, we were able to carry on and get the job done, which is critical to the success of any organization, continuity and business planning. Um, that's important. Well done you. What's the, what's the startup of the week? Who are we going to celebrate this time? Well, uh, I thought it would be an interesting counterpoint since we're talking about failing startups, actually to talk about one that is doing the opposite and is just continuously kind of growing faster and faster. It's one that we've actually already featured um, on this podcast previously. Formerly, so uh, speaking of trees and growth, formerly known as Sylvia Terra, a digital forestry and carbon market startup, um, they've recently rebranded as NCX and uh, I think last time we were talking about how they had just closed a seed round of funding. It was only a few months ago. And uh, now they've closed a $20 million U.S. Series A. So they are off to the races and we wish them all the best. Yeah, check it out. And, and that is one of the exciting dynamics going on in the market today. Well, good on you, Brian. Great to see you back up on your feet and healthy again. Hopefully next time we won't need the neck brace and uh, learn more lessons from the third derivative journey. I will uh, make a dad joke here and just say that it's good to be back. And absolutely, everyone out there, please keep following us for more lessons. We have a lot more to come. Mission Log, third derivative. Tune in next time. Mm -hmm.